Hallelujah. It is good to be in the house of God this morning. Amen. I give all glory and praise. Amen. To the Most High. Without Him, I definitely wouldn't be in this place today. Amen. I depend upon Jesus every, every single day. Amen. My dependence is upon Him, and I'm thankful, amen, that I feel His presence today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I want to give honor to the Lord, as I mentioned, and I want to thank my pastor for giving me this invitation to deliver God's word to this congregation this morning and all across this campus. We want God to move. Amen. We want God to move in our Sunday school classrooms, across the way where they're having church. We want God to have his perfect way in this place today. If you have your Bible, if you would turn me to the book of Luke, chapter number 4. I'll begin reading at verse 13. Luke chapter 4, verse number 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region about. And he taught in the synagogue, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened upon him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen. Where are your eyes fastened upon today? I want my eyes to be looking to Jesus. Would you pray with me and ask God to anoint our ears to hear, and let's pray that there would be a great response to the preached word of God this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence, your visitation. I pray, God, that you would minister to all of us today. I pray, God, that you would speak through me. I need your help this morning. Touch your people. Help us to leave this place today changed, renewed, and our faith increased in the name that is above every name, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. If you see me up here swinging, I'm not crazy. There's just a crazy fly up here that's driving me nuts. Most of us have read about an event in history that starts out something like this. 
On this day in history, April 16, 1889, future Hollywood legend Charlie Chaplin is born in London. And then it will continue with factual information about the person or event. Last year, my daughter, she, uh, she bought me a really cool custom collection from the New York Times of world events that took place on my birthday. So I can pull that book out and I can flip through the pages and I can look at all the different events that happened on April 13, 19, and I'll let you guess. The la- <laughs> I'll let you guess the year. In the opening cover of the page, it reads, in this book, you will find the collected pages published on this day by New York Times. We hope you enjoy this unique history as only you can remember it and the New York Times can tell it. Those of you that have an Apple iPhone, if you open up your phone and you swipe right, you should see some pictures that will come up and it will say, on this day, and it will give you some date in history, right? You can go back to the pictures and you can recall those precious events, those, those particular moments in time. And our opening text records on this day. It's an on this day event when Jesus reads from Isaiah chapter 66 verses 1 through 2. And when he finishes the reading, he makes a very bold statement By saying, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Jesus was proclaiming that he was the Messiah and that he would preach the gospel to the poor, that he would heal the brokenhearted, that he would deliver those that are held captive by sin, that he would open the eyes of those that were not just physically blind, but those that were spiritually blind. Has anybody ever been touched by the hand of Jesus? Amen. Because he was in his hometown of Nazareth, those that were with him in the synagogue said, Is this not Joseph's son? Is this not Joseph's son? Who is this guy that's claiming that he is going to do all of these great things? Is this not the carpenter's son? And he said unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth, Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias or Elijah when the heavens were shut up three years and six months when great famine was brought all the land, throughout all the land, but none, but unto none of them was Elijah sent save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha. The prophet and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, 
They were filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him unto the, into the brow of the hill whereon the city was built that they might cast him down headlong. When Jesus made these remarks, it angered the people of Nazareth because what he was saying was that God sometimes chose to reach the Gentile people. That it wasn't only upon the Hebrews or the Jews that God would pour out his blessing. And what, what he was implying to those that were hearing was that they were unbelieving. They didn't have the faith to believe that Jesus could do the impossible. That Jesus could take a broken heart and heal it. Amen. They couldn't believe that, that Jesus not only could he say, rise up and take up your bed, but he also could say, thy sins are forgiven. This was the Jesus. This was the God manifested in the flesh that was in the synagogue reading this scripture. And he said, this day, this day is a scripture fulfilled in your ears. Hallelujah. Amen. I've come to preach to somebody today. Amen. Before you leave this house, before you leave the house of God today, hey, you're going to say, on this day, God did something great in my life. On this day, amen, chains were broken. On this day, amen, I received a revelation of who Jesus Christ was. On this day, God healed my body of cancer. Woo, hallelujah. Can you lift up your hands and worship amen, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? Aren't you glad that God just doesn't keep his blessings to a select group? I don't want God's blessings to just remain in this sanctuary. But I want the blessings of God to reach every corner of this city. Amen. I want God to draw from every corner of this city, every walk of life. Amen. I want God to draw, amen, every nationality. Amen. I don't care, amen, how much they have in their bank account. If it's $5 or if it's $5 million. Amen. I want Jesus to reach them. Because we know, amen, that we serve a God that has the ability, amen, to heal. We serve a God that has the ability to put all things back together and make whole. Amen. We need this city to hear Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. On this day, on this day, amen, what's going to happen today? Did you come to the house of the Lord with expectation, with faith, believing that something good was going to happen? Did you come, amen, with faith? If you left faith at home, amen, can you stir it up right now in your spirit and just begin to believe and trust God that, amen, that anything can happen today. Anything can happen. All things, amen, are possible. Amen with Jesus. He said, the prophet Joel prophesied and said, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids. In those days will I pour out my spirit. Come on, Jesus, pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit, Jesus. Amen. We need a fresh anointing. We need a fresh touch this morning. Amen. We need a fresh 
outpouring of the Holy Ghost. If you haven't spoken in tongues in a minute, hey man, you can receive a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, hey man, my God can fill you today. All you've got to do is repent of your sins, hey man, and lift up your hands and begin to call on the name of Jesus. And God will pour out a spirit upon you. I'm telling you, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, hey man, there is nothing that can compare to that. There's no drug, there's no high, there's no vacation, there's no place on the face of this earth that you can go to. Hey man, there will ever take the place, hey man, of the Spirit of my God. Hallelujah, those of you that have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hey man, I just wonder, can you testify about how good, hey man, the Spirit of God is? Can you testify how good the Spirit of God is? Oh, come on. In the midnight hour, hey man, when life is upside down, you can, hey man, you can call on the name of Jesus and His Spirit is there. Woo! We serve a great God. Hey man, don't you forget how great your God is. There is no problem Amen, too big that God cannot solve. There is no sickness, great or small, that Jesus can't speak to your sickness. Hey, we serve a great and mighty God. Woo, we serve a great and mighty God. Amen, just for a few more moments of time today, I want to speak to you on this thought. On this day, you fill in the blank on this day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On this day, amen. In the book of John, chapter number 1, verse 45 through 51 reads, Philip finding Nathanael and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. <laughs> Woo! When you find Jesus, I'm telling you, you want to tell everybody about Jesus. If you haven't told anybody about Jesus of recent, you need to find him again, friend. You need to find Jesus because when you find Jesus, the one, amen, that has all of the answers, amen, you want to tell everybody about this Jesus. And Nathaniel said unto him, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip saith unto him, Come and see. You want to see how good God is? You need to come to church. You want to see how good God is? Why don't we sit down for our Bible studies? I can testify to you and show you God's word. Amen. We, we serve a mighty God. He's a good God. Come and see. Come and see Nathaniel and Jesus. Saw Nathaniel coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Aren't you glad that God knows how to give you compliments? He's not just looking for all the negativity in your life because there's a lot of things that, that the Lord can pick apart. Right? There, is there anybody in the house of God you came today perfect? Is there any perfect man or woman in this, in this sanctuary today? I didn't think so. But we're striving to, to be perfect. Amen? Every single day, if you, if you fall, get up. Don't stay in your failure, but rise up. Amen. 
Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile, Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Watch Jesus' response. He says, he answered and said to him, Before Philip called thee, before he called you, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. And Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Philip's personal experience caused him to share the news of Jesus with his friend Nathaniel. And you may also know him by the name of Bartholomew. But Nathaniel is not so quick to believe Philip's word about Jesus being the Messiah. And it's not until Philip has his own encounter with Jesus that he believes the word of his friend. Amen. We need to get all, all that would come, all that would accept an invitation to come and meet Jesus. We need to be reaching out, amen, to everybody. Amen. You need to reach out to your neighbor, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle. Amen. Those of you that came out of false doctrine, you need to go talk to your ninos and ninas and primos and primas. You need to tell everybody about Jesus. Come on. We, we, everybody needs to know about how great God is. Just as Jesus seen Nathaniel underneath a fig tree, Jesus sees you. Someone look at your neighbor and say, Jesus sees you. He sees you when you're doing good and he sees you when you're doing bad. Santa Claus don't have that power, but Jesus does. But he sees you. Amen. He knows exactly where you are. Amen. He saw Nathaniel. He said, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. Jesus today, he knows those today that are under pressure. He knows those that are underpaid. He knows those that are under stress. Those that are underloved, under a failing marriage, under addiction, under an attack of the enemy. Amen. But on this day, on this day, amen, I've come, amen, with the word from the Lord. You stick around and, and you're going to see greater things. Stick around. You're going to see great things. Oh, I need somebody to testify with me just by the lifting up of your hands that when you came to God, you didn't have anything. You didn't have nothing. You were broke. You were busted. But Jesus, Jesus did a great and mighty thing in your life. And today, you're in the house of God. Amen. And you're blessed. Amen. You were broken. But today, you're blessed. Amen. You were nothing. But today you're something. You are a child of the king. Oh, come on. Somebody testify with me. I wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for Jesus. I wouldn't be nothing. When I was 18 years old, spun out on dope, 
I never had intentions on living to see the age 21. God's been good to me. I didn't have plans to see 21. I was burning the candle on both ends. But here I am today in the house of God. God's blessed me with a beautiful wife, beautiful children. Amen, a beautiful church. Amen, I'm in my right mind. He's blessed me. I don't deserve all the blessings that God has poured out upon me. You don't deserve all the blessings that God has poured out upon you. Amen. But today you're here and you're blessed. You're blessed of God. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. For time's sake, I won't read all of it, but Jesus was passing through Jericho. Zacchaeus, he wanted to get as close as he could to Jesus. But because of the crowd... And I would even say his reputation. He was a tax collector. He was a cheat. He cheated his own people so that he could become wealthy. So as he's on the fringes of this crowd, he realizes that he can't, he can't get to the place that he wants. He can't get close enough to hear the words of Jesus, oh, there are people in this city, and I would even say in the house of God this morning, that you want to get close to God. You, wanna, you want to hear the voice of God. You want to touch Jesus. You want Jesus to touch you. Zacchaeus, he wanted to hear the words, and so the scripture lets us know that, that he, he climbed up this sycamore tree. In hopes that when Jesus would walk through, that he would be able to see him. That he would be able to hear his words. And what's so beautiful about this story is that Jesus knew exactly where Zacchaeus was. He knew exactly where Zacchaeus was. And when he gets to the place, the scripture lets us know that he, he looks up to Zacchaeus and he says, make haste and come down for today, this day, today, I must abide at thy house. I want Jesus to always have an invitation to my home. I want him to have an invitation to my heart. Amen, I want Jesus to always be welcome. But Jesus said, today I'm coming to your house, Zacchaeus. And, and, and the people of that day, they knew exactly Zacchaeus' reputation. You're going to go to this cat's house? See, God doesn't care if you're a dope dealer. He doesn't care if you manage a, a, a multi-billion dollar organization. 
When Jesus wants to come to your house, that's a good day. That's a really, really good day. Come on, somebody. When Jesus wants to go to your house, amen, that's a good day. He said in verse number 9, and Jesus saith unto him, this day, everybody say this day, is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man is come, what has he come to do? He's come to seek and to save that which was lost. If you didn't know, now you know. Jesus came to save, amen, those that are dirty, amen, those that are lost in sin, amen, those that don't have everything all put together. Those are the ones exactly that Jesus is looking for. Amen, Jesus is looking for those that are down and out. Those that got tattoos all over their neck and their face. Those are the ones that Jesus is looking for. Those are those that bear scars in their body that cannot be seen. Those that have been abused. Those are the ones that Jesus is looking for. Let me talk to any Zacchaeuses in the house this morning. Jesus knows where you're hanging out at, friend. Don't be surprised when he shows up. Don't be surprised when he shows up and he calls you by name. Hallelujah. You know, people have often said, if I go to church, the walls will fall down. Anybody ever heard that? Anybody ever heard that? If, if I go to church, the walls will fall down. What are they saying? What are they saying? They're saying, what they're saying is that They've, they've recognized that there is sin in their life. And they understand the judgment of God, and they, they think that, you know, if I go to the house of God, judgment's, judgment's going to happen, and, and the walls are going to fall down, and God's going to strike me with lightning. But, but what they under, don't understand is that God is a merciful God. Amen. He's a loving God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he wants those same individuals. He wants them saved. He wants them covered in his blood, amen. He wants, amen, them to bear his name upon their bodies, hallelujah. Amen, we serve a great God. Somebody lift up your hands and begin to worship him. Call on the name of Jesus, will you, church? Amen, right now, call on the name of Jesus. Lift him up and thank him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, God's going to do something in this place. On this day, on this day, God, God, God is going to change some direction in the house of the Lord this morning. The direction that you're walking that you're walking in, on this day, God wants to change that direction. 
You're walking in a path that's going to lead to destruction, but Jesus wants to change your direction so that you can walk in a promise. A promise of everlasting life. Jesus wants to change somebody's perception. You know, life, life has a way of impacting us. Life has a way of impacting us. You know, your worldview and the way you see things. It's all, it, it, your, all the hurts and pains, your childhood, the way that you were raised, all that has, it has so much to do with the way we see things, right? Unfortunately, because of some of those hurts and some of those pains, we carry those things along in life with us. And we take those hurts and we project them upon our children. If you've ever been hurt by ministry, you'll walk around in life thinking that every pastor, every preacher, every preacher's wife, they're bad people. But that's just not true. You take a child, a young female that was abused by her father, and her, her, her perception is that all men are evil, and you can't trust them, but that's not true. And then unfortunately, some take that and they carry that with them. But on this day, on this day, Jesus wants to heal somebody. Jesus wants to change your perception because the way that you've been thinking, your thought process, God wants to heal. Some of you have come to the house of the Lord this morning thinking that you cannot be used of God and that is a lie from the pits of hell. Amen, I've come to tell somebody today, amen, with the word of the Lord, amen, that on this day, on this day, amen, you can be anointed. You can sing for the kingdom of God. Amen, you can testify, amen, about the goodness of God. God can use you again. Oh, come on. Respond, somebody, in Jesus' name. Respond in the name of Jesus. God has come, amen, into this house today, this day, this day, amen, to heal. You've got to respond, though. You've got to respond. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Musicians, if you'll come. If you want God's healing, you want his favor, you want his blessing... You want this day to be, to go down in history as a day that God did something great in my life. It's going to cause, it's going to, it's the only, the only way that's going to happen is by you stepping out on faith.
You've got to step out on faith this morning. You've got to believe that Jesus is able to heal. You've got to be willing. You've got to be willing to give whatever that is. You've got to give it to Jesus. Nicodemus, when, when he was in the presence of the Lord, he began to repent and say, if I've taken anything wrongfully, I'm going to give it back. I'm going to give it back and some. See, when we get into the presence of the Lord, there is a change and a transformation that should take place. And I feel and believe this morning that we're going to walk out of here this morning changed. We're going to walk out of this place this morning renewed in faith. There is a fresh anointing in this house. Don't look around. Don't pay attention to anybody. But today, on this day, I want to give an invitation for you to come. And I want it to be just about you. It's not about anybody else today, but it's about me. It's about me. Yes, I want God to bless my brother. I want God to bless my sisters. But today, today it's about me. It's about my need. It's about what I need. On this day, Day. Come on. Somebody press, press. God is reaching for somebody that's still. You're wrestling in your mind right now. Do I step out on faith? Do I move forward? Can God really do what this preacher is saying? Yes. Yes.
somebody just lift your hands across the building. I believe your victory is in this place this morning. Jesus has come here to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm so thankful that he did. He died so that you could be saved. He died so that you could be free. He already paid it. He already paid it all. He already did it at Calvary. He already did it at Calvary. He took the nails in his hands. He took the nails in his feet so that you could be free, so that we could be saved. I'm so thankful that he did. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Romans says, verse 23, for we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Be justified freely by his grace through redemption, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. It all comes through him. On this day, Jesus saved me. On this day, Jesus freed me. On this day, he healed my body. Somebody needs to claim it with some boldness in this place this morning. On this day, I am free. On this day, I am saved. the one that did it all.